the Father, in Jesus, and all the angels by his side.
We release Christ from within us and all angels by Christ's side, as it is written. That the power and great glory of the Father by Christ and the angels would come upon everyone's five natural senses and heal the world.
your light so shine before others. <laughs> that they would glorify your Father. Father of glory. That's fine. You live in the glory, you walk in the glory, you get disciples in the glory. Now we're going deeper in the living water. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Hey, these lights shine ever brighter. I want the men to sing it and the women to pull back. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You don't want to just shine bright in the spirit room. You want to shine bright in the natural room. That's when you get an
Deeper in the power of our Father. Deeper in the glory of our Heavenly Father. Angel of Jesus. Angel of the Lord. Take us to our Father inside us. By circumcising our hearts. Melting all our idolatry. All our dependence on the natural realm. Melt it with the fervent heat of your love that's stronger than the death of idolatry. Idolatry is essentially what kills the person after they're born. You can have the whole world, you can have the heavens, all our desire is the Son of God. There is a fire coming that will melt all the idolatry in the world, and it's coming through your heart. It's being birthed in your womb. It's the bride intimate with Jesus Christ, birthing the river of fire of Daniel 7. It's the end of religion.
captured by the glory of the Father. And anything that has captured your mind, be burnt off your mind tonight. Release the seraphim by my side to burn off anything that's captured your mind that's not the Father's glory. Greater freedom. No other gods besides the glory of our Father. No other gods besides the power of our Heavenly Father. Any other God that's captured our mind, be incinerated by the angel army.
such a glory baptism here tonight. My eyes just started watering. That's so intense. Thank you, Father, for loving us so much. As the glory, as the glory of the Father comes upon you, you're encountering His love for you, His eternal love. Just soak it up like a sponge. You gotta cry, cry. You gotta weep, weep. If you begin laughing, all the emotions are normal when the glory comes upon you. It's just getting healed in your emotions, healed in your heart by the goodness of the Father. You need it every day. <laughs> we can't go one day without it. We literally start dying and start forgetting our Father and who He is if we don't stay baptized in the glory. Thank you, Father, for keeping us baptized in your power. Baptized in splendor. Baptism of the glory of God. Oh, yes. See, that's the rest. That's the Father. Get lost in Him. Cease from your labors in Him. And let His power work in you. Let His glory be the worker through you change your life forever. gets lifted. The brain gets the overflow. The brain's always trying to control stuff. 
It'll destroy your life if you get leadership to your brain. Just knock it off. That's the white path of destruction. Give leadership to your heart. Oh. <laughs> and your heart gets lifted up in grace. Grace resurrects the heart. And you go up into new elevations of the Father's power, the Father's glory, independence on the Spirit of God and the seven spirits burning in your womb. You're getting perfected on the inside. You're becoming the temples of the Holy Spirit, holy of holies, inner court and outer court.
When the bride births the kingdom, it's the new heavens and the new earth where righteousness dwells. Very few in the bride have yet to, to realize the Holy of Holies in their wombs. They're almost all completely bewitched and God outside minded. You got 5,000 people raising their hands to God and not releasing God from their innermost being. They're not even in the new covenant yet. They got fire insurance. They got zeal without knowledge. Now it's time to realize the glory, the holy of holies in your womb. And only that mature bride, that Deborah judge bride, conquers Sisera, Satan. With the orbit of the stars, Deborah judges five. Because the morning star is now fully birthed and realized. And the mature warrior bride's womb. You are the captain of angel armies. All of them.
encounter with God, amen. Straight the way in you. 
for growing the seed of God. You're never going to have fruit if there's stuff in you that blocks it and kills it, steals it, and destroys you. It can't come all the way through. Your harvest got stolen before it even came out your outer court. Because the thieves in the inner court. Sometimes you got thieves in the holy place. <laughs> legions of angels out of the holy of holies bam through your whole holy place cleanse your whole womb that's your spirit then your whole inner court that's your heart and you have legions of armies of angels to keep your spirit and your soul and your body clean white garments Without spot, without wrinkle, from the inside out. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the rise of the seven spirits of God from your womb. Amen? Seven eyes and seven horns. They came from God and rose in his soul and became his outer man because that's who his inner man was. Revelation 5, 6, it is written. And the only reason he died was for you to have the same spiritual and natural experiences every day. Seven spirits rising. Apart from the seven spirits that God sent out into all the earth, you can do nothing. If God can be three, the Spirit can be seven. maturing as a young spiritual warrior is discerning false mysticism. And you actually have to learn those lessons the hard way unless you can trust a teacher that's already experienced them themselves. <laughs> Seven spirits of God is the Holy Ghost. Ian Clayton is wrong. Period. And you need to know that. They don't fall into a pit. Confess. 
presence with no mixture of sorcery that you have never known before. Righteousness with no mixture of sorcery. Costly for Costly anointing. With no mixture of false mysticism. The most costly anointing of all time. Just a couple months, all the buildings 
ideas, thought life. Think about it. You had a billion people on Earth in the days of Noah. One billion. They all had education systems. They all had political beliefs. They all had religions. Every single person believed different things. And they were all 100% wrong. And the opinion of the water and the beliefs of the water became all that remained in the whole planet in just a few days. That's when the power of the Father comes upon the world. And that's the promise to us today. That we don't have to be even a little bit worldly, a little bit compromised. Because when the Father comes upon us, the only thing that will matter is the Father Himself. And it will make all things new. No one will ask if you're a Democrat or Republican. No one will ask if you speak in tongues or not. It'll just be the Father upon all. Oh my goodness. A total reset of planet Earth is upon you. Anything you've ever experienced is irrelevant to the Father who will reset all things. And you'll live in the Father, which is heaven, on earth as it is in heaven. Thank you, Father, for your kingdom and your power and your glory. Flooding our nation. permission and ask and pray and preach. We preach for a total reset of the universe by your kingdom and power and glory, Heavenly Father of our Lord Jesus Christ.
make the world about what it is. It's for the Father. It's for the children of the Father. To live in the glory. And there's no other reason for existing. Everything else is idolatry. And so the power of the Father will come upon the nation's idolatry. Anything that we have on our heads, anything that captures our minds, that's not His bright glory. And the bright glory cloud came and overshadowed them on the mountain. And the voice spoke, This is my Son in whom I'm well pleased. Listen to him, and we testify of the bright cloud of the Father, of your Spirit, and we preach from the bright Father of your Spirit, and we teach from the bright glory cloud of God the Father, fathering your Spirit, to come out of the shelter, to come out of the curse of the fall, to come out of the prison of the flesh and to live in the glory cloud of your promised land. Your Father in heaven is your promised land. And He is upon you in power. Do not shrink back from Him. Boldly approach His glory and His brightness. Let Him sift your heart like wheat. Let him judge the thoughts of your heart, the opinions of your mind, the idolatry of your mind. That you may know him in the fullness of the cloud. Children of the bright cloud. Children of glory. Rising in the seven rainbow spirits of God. The mind of Christ is upon you. Let it resurrect you above the dead of religion. Above the dead of Babylon the Great. Are you volunteers in the day of his power? Are you still holding on to idols and saying no to God? for whatever reason. Give up all your no. And let the seven spirits of God resurrect your heart into the yes to God. Into the yes I am. The realm of the yes I am. For you're inwardly in obedience, in your spirit, soul, and mind. Learn to say yes to the glory cloud. The Father is fathering you every day. If you'd only say yes today, you would hear His voice and you would resurrect in the higher degrees that you know nothing about. 
bride is worthy the father. salvation. That's how you transfigure. That's how eagles fly. <laughs> and we're still getting there. <laughs> Fresh revelations this week, birthing legions. In different ways, God spoke to our forefathers by the prophets. But in the last of these days, He has spoken to us in the person of a son whom he appointed heir and lawful owner of all things, also by and through whom he created the world. And the reaches of space and the ages of time 
He may produce, built, operated, and arrange them in order. <laughs> he is the sole expression of the glory of God, the light being, the outraying or radiance of the divine. He is the perfect imprint and very image of God's nature, upholding and maintaining and guiding and propelling the universe by his mighty word of power. When he had by offering himself accomplished our cleansing of sins and riddance of guilt, he sat down at the right hand of the divine majesty on high, taking a place and rank by which he himself became as much superior to the angels as the glorious name title which he has inherited is different from and more excellent than theirs. Son. What's the rank? What's the title? Son. <laughs> so since angels don't have the rank and title of son, they can only steal the nations. One third the twelve. But as you awaken as sons, you get your inheritance back that is being held and occupied by angels. Oh, that's right. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Angels are occupying the son's inheritance. That's why you got to become a king and queen of glory, a god of war. Because angels have your inheritance, and you're only getting it back through the glory of the spiritual warfare, of the power of the Father. Nothing in the natural realm will work. False mysticism won't work. <laughs> Any area of compromise to Babylon the Great is an area of forfeiting your inheritance to the fallen angels. That's why the narrow road's so narrow. It's because you getting the world back from Satan and the contract Eve made with the serpent in the garden. And that contract is real. And it's enforced by the law. That if you are not perfected by the angel of grace, they don't have a legal right to give you anything. <laughs> they don't have to give you anything. But they have to give the Son everything. And you have the Son in you in seed form. And He's got to grow and possess by revelations many separate truths every room of your soul. And it's fun. It's called the feasting of Luke 15. This is how the sons got their inheritance back from their father. Start with killing the goat, killing the calf. Alright, not going to be rebellious or religious anymore. Now I'm into the glory. That's the beginning. The very beginning. Now we're in the glory. Now we feast on knowledge, revelation, of the glory of all the realms of God 
and you see the realms as rooms. You can even see them as rooms in the mountain. There's many ways to look at the same thing of who our Father is. He has many names, over 300 names for God that reveal different perspectives of the same person. Right now, the one I'm seeing is the mountain called Zion. That's God the Father. And in the mountain, you have all these different caverns. Caverns. And they're not bad caverns. They're perfect rooms. <laughs> there's no mold. There's no bats. No COVID-19 bats. <laughs> Each room is a treasure room full of revelation of this realm in God the Father. Did you know that Mount Zion is the soul of God? You've come to the mountain of the Lord, Hebrews 12. You haven't come to Sinai, external religion. You've come to Zion, internal relationship, and now this mountain rises in you. And you are becoming aware of the realms of God, the rooms of the mountain of God. And as those mountains, and, and as those rooms in the, that mountain are added into your own soul, your soul comes alive by the light of revelation. God's sharing with you His Word and His Spirit and His angel power to illuminate your soul, which is your whole being. It's your body, it's your bones, it's your marrow, it's your brains, it's your heart, it's your belly. <laughs> Head to toes, perfected on the inside out by the Spirit and the Word. Amen. By the blood and the water. Are the blood and the water two witnesses? The only two witnesses that you needed, according to John. You think that John maybe got a little more mystical 20 years later writing Revelation? It was a progressive building of the same revelations, guys. You want to understand the revelation of Jesus Christ? Well, understand the Gospel of John. Put it in your spirit, that your spirit unravels it to your brain. Your spirit is the decoder of wisdom and revelation and intimate knowledge of Him. Is in your spirit is the Father of glory, the Holy of Holies. So, if we're ever seeing but never seeing, ever hearing but never understanding, that's because we're not spiritual people. Now, Bob Jones said you need to get born again, again, because you got bewitched. That's why it's so hard for a lot of you. Because you're really, really bewitched. And you need to get really, really tender hearted soft-hearted to discern accurately the spirit of truth and let it continuously judge the thoughts and intents of your heart and not get offended by it. Like, judgment is the greatest way to promotion ever. White throne judgment seat of Christ. That realm is the fastest way to spiritually grow. 
if you're real about being a Christian and a disciple and a follower of God, and you're not playing games with idols down here, the idols of self, the idols of children, the idols of religion, the idols of spouse, and all the foolish games we play against God, only killing ourselves, then you will fully embrace the white throne judgment seat of Christ. That's a daily thing we want to embrace. That's what keeps our wounds clean from birthing the fruits of lies. That's what keeps our plumbing clear and clean with no blockages. If stuff can't come from the holy of holies in your belly through the inner court of your heart and out the outer court of your brain, it's because there's all kinds of garbage that you put in yourself and you're not willing to give up. And when you're confronted by the word, do you let it cut you? Do you sacrifice finances? Do you sacrifice the natural realm? Are you obedient to the realm of idolatry and bring it into submission to the glory of God? Do you know that finances was the number one test in the Gospels if a person was saved or not? Do you realize that Jesus said that the rich man who didn't give went to hell and the other one went to heaven? That heaven and hell was based entirely on finances. Why was he so strict with Ananias and Sapphira? Because life and death was based on finances. I don't think the American church has gotten that one yet. People are just completely unbiblical. And maybe there's been abuse of the fallen angels and false versions of Christianity. But that's far under our feet. We need to become an apostolic bride that is no longer deceived by religion. The religion of Ananias and Sapphira. The religion of the rich man and Lazarus. Until you get that understanding, America, you'll never have revival. You're the richest nation on the planet and the richest nation in the history of all nations with a net worth of $975 trillion of the 325 million families in the USA. The richest nation that has ever existed is here and now called the USA. It might not be you for whatever reason, but it's your city, it's your state. And you got a sword, you got a spirit, and you got the word, and you got angels with you. You can conquer. Let all those riches be added unto the third temple. Jesus said, which is greater, the oath of the temple that swore the oath by the temple or by the finances of the temple? Which the finances are sanctified by the temple, Jesus said. That's something you don't hear taught on often, but it's true. He said this, you take an oath and swear by the finances of the temple, but what's greater? The temple, not the finances. The temple is what sanctifies the finances. Jesus Christ said this in the red letters. Search out the scriptures. That means that the third water temple of Ezekiel 47 sanctifies the finances for the temple. Every day I have released gushes and rivers of living waters for 15 years of full-time ministry. God didn't let me 
begin in ministry until I was in the rivers, ministering the glory rivers of the water temple, which is the holy of holies of the throne of God in my womb. And it's to consecrate the finances for the temple. Your destruction or promotion depends on if you let it sanctify the finances for the temple or you withhold like Ananias and Sapphira. That determines every one of you listening at the sound of my voice if you will make it or not in the days ahead. That is your life and death presented before you today because it's true. And that's what Jesus taught out of the place of love, hoping that you'd let the rivers, the living waters, sanctify and consecrate your money and your ability to make money for the temple, that you would serve God and not money, which means giving Him your offerings, giving Him your first fruits, giving the temple your tithes. It is so important for the rebuilding of the third temple and the tabernacle of David. This one area that I just spoke of is the most important thing you've heard all year. It's the only thing holding back actual glory revival, tabernacle of David revival in the USA. Because people are still withholding in the religious spirit and are scared to sanctify their money for the temple. Not all of you. Some of you got it. But very few of you got it. Very few. Even those in the glory. Very few in the glory still even get this understanding of sanctifying the finances for the temple. The temple and the temple of the living water washes your money and it will bring you tremendous increase if you can get into the flow of the Spirit and the Word that Jesus Christ said that I am now repeating to you in the Spirit of Grace. This will deliver you from all idolatry in the world and lift you up into the clouds of glory, into realms of glory you know nothing about because you've been scared to let your money be washed. And your spouse is scared. And your kids are scared. And your city is scared. Bring all that fear that keeps you in covenant with Satan and idolatry and put it into the water. You can act in faith in it right now by giving an offering, by texting red letter to 77977 and giving an offering into the water temple and being blessed as you give and letting your finances be washed as you learn how to sanctify your money by the temple and for the temple for all increase of the good things in the world to be added unto your souls in Jesus' name. Bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Come and
know us. Come and test us, Lord. And see if there be any hurtful way in us, God. And rid us. Rid us of those things that we may be free. Freedom. Freedom to be. Freedom to be. Freedom to just be. To think. To feel. To act. To behave. To rest like the Son of God and the Son of Man. To be like Jesus, God. We ask you to make us like him. Make us like him. Make us like him. Our deepest calling out. 